A reading from the book of Numbers. The Lord said to Moses, speak to Aaron and his sons and tell them, this is how you shall bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. So shall they invoke my name upon the Israelites and I will bless them. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to ransom those under the law, so that we might receive adoptions as sons. As proof that you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then also an heir, through God, the word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. We hear this, and it's a, it's a beautiful phrase, right? It's a beautiful uh, recognition of who Mary is and what Mary is in salvation history. She stops and takes a moment and reflects on all that's going around her in her heart. It's, uh, it's, it's quite a moment for her. It goes, from, it goes from the difficulties and challenges of childbirth, uh, exacerbated by the fact that it's taking place in a manger, that it's taking place in a stable. And then these shepherds coming and telling her about the angelic visit and the angelic hosts that are announcing the birth of her son. Now, she certainly knew she certainly knew from Gabriel's greeting nine months before what was happening, that she was, that, that she was going to be, as Gabriel told her, the, the uh, mother of the, 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 uh, of, the, of the Most High, uh, who was both, uh, and the angels proclaimed this child as both Messiah, as Christ, and Lord. And as I said at Christmas homilies, uh, there's, the, the way that Lord is used in Scripture is the same word as refer, references Lord, important person, and Lord, God. And you just tell by the context which it means. And in this context, it's clearly Jesus is being referred to as Lord, as God. So the angels say to the shepherds, which we heard last at Christmas time, 
And now the shepherds come in haste to see Mary, Joseph, and the child Jesus and make their uh, 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 adoration to them. And Mary keeps all these things and reflects on them in her heart. See, Mary is the mother of God, and Mary is a great personage in our faith. And we've held, and that's not something that we invented in the 20th century or we invented in the 15th century. But right from the beginning of the church, Mary was important. First bit of graffiti that we have in the Holy Land is uh, something that says, and it dates back to about 100 AD, and it says, Mary's house with an arrow in Nazareth. Mary's house and with an arrow in Nazareth. It doesn't say Joseph's house. It doesn't say Mary and Joseph's house. It doesn't say Jesus' house. Mary's house. So Mary was important enough in 100 AD that her house was very important. Mary is clearly foundational to our faith. The first thing uh, those who, who, who want to deny our faith do is, is question two things. They question the Eucharist and they question Mary. And they try to push both of those aside. And yet Mary, from the beginning, from the beginning is honored. Mary, from the beginning, is treasured. Mary is part of our life and she reflects on all these things in her heart. The Second Vatican Council calls Mary the first Christian, the first to hear the word of God and to, put, and to trust that it's going to come, come to fruition. Mary believed when the angel came to her in the Annunciation. Mary believed when she had this difficult birth. Mary believed in, this in the challenges of, of, of raising this child. Mary believed in the, in the, in the challenges of, of when the people turned against her son. Mary believed and Mary embraced. And Mary serves as a model for you and for me in following the Lord. I think we think of Mary as an intercessor and we should. I've told this to people before, when I'm in difficulty, when I'm in challenging moments in my life, when I kneel at a coffin, when I'm at a place where, where, where it's very difficult and challenging, it's the Hail Mary or the Memorare that's on my lips. And that's good that we do that. But Mary is also a model. If we want to know how to follow God, if we want to know how to follow Christ, if we want to know how to be the faithful followers that we're called to be, then we have no better model than Mary, who hears the word of God and trusts that it will be fulfilled. Mary, who ponders these things in her heart. Mary, whose very life magnifies the Lord. So today on this beautiful feast day, today as we plan to begin our new year, our new year, the year of the Lord, 2023, let us face that new year with a, uh, with a new commitment to Mary, the mother of God, 
to Mary, the mother of Jesus, to Mary, our mother.